0: The word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? If I'm not a crook. Are you
1: ready to go? Shame on, shame on you! Ah! It's Abe Lincoln's top hat, hosted by Ben Kissel Boom! Yeah, okay. You we can't get fooled again. That the the way? way. Oh no! Too, too far. far. Too, far. too far that way. Too far. Too far that more. way. That's more. Other way. Which way? This way.
0: Yeah. Oh. Right there. there. That's good. Welcome to the show, everyone. That's Marcus <laughs> Parks. I'm Ben Kisel i got a quick update, okay? i got some breaking news. Um, I'm not going to stay it here, though. Something (laughs) regarding the Kissel Lupe competition (laughs) that may or may not be taking place on October 5th right here at the Creek in the Cave during the great Cave Company Radio Sausage Festival. Yes. So listen to next week's Roundtable of Gentlemen if you want to hear my official position. It's going to be big. I want to say something about Mike Epps. He's a roommate of mine. He's a nice fella and a longtime listener of Abe Lincoln's Top Head. His grandmother is sick, so uh, he's, he's gone to visit her, so our thoughts are with him. And if you pray, then put him in your prayers. Otherwise, do what I do. Think about him when I take a dump. <laughs> because that is a secularist form of prayer. I think so. It's time you? of reflection at the very least. Indeed. Why did I eat? Why did I eat that? <laughs> Goddamn Chinese restaurant! That's where they're getting us. Ladies and gentlemen, great episode today. A lot of fun things to talk about. New York City, everyone wants to come here at all times. Of course. And we got celebrities. We have people uh, all over the world clamoring to come and see Gerard de Perdue. <laughs> you never know when you're going to watch him on 34th Street walking between uh, 7th and 8th Avenues on the way to a fancy pizza restaurant. Mark Ruffalo was in town. A fellow named Leonardo DiCaprio. Beautiful Leo. Yeah. I love him, and I've loved him ever since the first day I saw him. They were in town for the world's largest, something booked as the world's largest climate march. And I'll tell you, it was an interesting... New York City can't handle much more of this. (laughs) The streets are packed as it is. The whole whole city is jam full of new people coming from all over the world, wealthy fathers in Switzerland, sending their daughters over to Williamsburg to model. I don't mind it. (laughs) They're jacking up the rents, though. Tons, 400,000 people came to march against climate change. And obviously, uh, climate change is a serious issue. Some uh, individuals, some more conservative folks, you know, they argue uh, climate hasn't gone up in about 17 years, we don't really know what the statistics, uh, stats are yet and where we're going to go. But you could also say that since 1880, the past 10, um, the hottest years, the 10 hottest years in the history of the world have been within the aughts. Yes. So we're a, it's a hot time to be alive. <laughs> and then 1998 squeezed in there too. And that was during the Clinton-Lewinsky scandal. And that's how powerful Bill is. <laughs> he even got the earth cooking. <laughs> the earth saw that scandal was like, I oh, I'm getting steamy. <laughs> 1998, a saucy time. Hypocrisy. A lot of people are talking about it. Oh, yeah. These people, you know, not all. Not all. There were some great ones out there. Marching, yes. chanting. Um, other than that, a lot of people took uh, cars and buses. And uh, if you're a celebrity like the aforementioned Leonardo or Mr. Ruffalo, you probably flew on a private jet. hmm those are the, the problems. Those are the individuals like that are the ones that have a large carbon footprint. When was the last time you took a
1: private jet, Marcus? Last time? The last time. <laughs> when was the first time you took a private jet, Marcus? Oh, I will never forget it. I was on my way to Switzerland for the Geneva Convention. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> People like us
0: don't have a large carbon footprint, but it's always the people who have the largest ones that chastise people who take the subway, who ride public transportation, who are just your average Jane and Joes. Mm -hmm. They are the ones that are the problem. They need to start taking more. I would love to be. Has there ever been a celebrity sighting on a Greyhound? (laughs) There's a lot of heroin addict sightings on a Greyhound. Mm -hmm. No doubt about that. But just one time, I just want to hear somebody be like, crazy trip to Atlantic City, Nicole Kidman was there. <laughs> I just listened. I, my ear was next to the door uh, during the last episode of Page 7. I heard Jackie Zabrowski, Molly Neffel, and Mr. Marcus Parks himself discussing uh, Nicole Kidman. That's why she was on my brain. A lot of smack talk about Keith Urban, and I agreed with all of it. <laughs> that man is the an, another reason climate change is existing. But these people are out there gathered, and... Uh, The amount of plastics, the amount of sign usage, the amount of paper waste alone was larger than had they not been there. Of course. If you really care about the environment, you know what? Walk and don't come to New York City. (laughs) If you can't get there by walking, you got to stay where you are. Yep. That's it. Or a bicycle. Or a nice bicycle. No bicyclists around. No. It was very, uh, very interesting.
1: Did you go down there at all?
0: I went down on accident, oh. <laughs> and you get caught in a wave of humanity. Of course, but no one was down there for the same reasons. It's, it's uh, uh, mostly the dudes who are trying to find a woman that can deal with their crystal deodorant. <laughs> you know, people who are just there for for kinship and friendship, and I understand all of that. But the science isn't in, isn't in. And then they also had a bunch of different people. Um, you know, discussing world poverty and, uh, and you know, important issues, of course. But nothing is going to be solved marching down 7th Avenue in, uh, in New York City. All you're going to do is anger the taxi driver who probably came from the country that you're upset is impoverished. <laughs> That's all you're doing. There's a Somalian cab driver be like, I left my country so I wouldn't have to be annoyed and so I could walk down the street and now you people, you white people... Are coming into New York City where I'm trying to make a living, and you're causing me to become impoverished like I once was, because I can't pick up a fare, because no one's getting in this damn cab, because people are walking, uh, similar to the opening scene in Office Space, where the person on the cane continues to pass uh, Livingston's Ron Livingston's character in Office
1: Space. Mm -hmm. Well, that's one of the problems that a lot of people say a lot of people have with the uh, left in America is that the left's causes are way too fragmented for them to ever accomplish anything. Everyone's got their own pet uh, causes. Just
0: because you have a beard and you got a little (laughs) parakeet on your shoulder and you have a stupid-looking witch hat and you say uh, things like "Oh, we're all doomed" and "Overpopulation is the problem," doesn't mean you're right, and doesn't mean that you, uh, you know, have the. You know what? I'm going to overpopulation is a problem. Kill yourself. And get out of New York City. I just, you know, when you get to the city, you don't understand. Until you get to New York City, you don't understand this is where people live. Mm -hmm. And so there was just somebody who was late to a meeting, someone who is like, uh, you know, desperately trying to get their kid to daycare. And then you have 400,000 people from all over the country. Uh, telling them that they're doing something wrong. meanwhile they're all sucking down uh, you know soda, sucking down uh, you know coffee uh, maybe they're maybe they're having some bubble tea because they think that's more cultured and I'll tell you one thing Bubble tea is from the devil. <laughs> it's disgusting. Bubble tea is not whoever told someone that was something edible needs to be uh, lashed 81 times. It's disturbing stuff with with the bubble tea straw yeah. Lashed with a bubble tea straw like you got caught drinking in Iran, that's what needs to happen. so that was that was this weekend in New York. there's never we never have a dull moment. no can't Sundays are supposed to be for uh, iced tea and porches? Can't we just have that every now and again instead I, of four hundred thousand people coming from all over the world with mildly relevant, possibly accurate scientific evidence about climate change. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure man I don't know anyone With a porch I don't think you do either I'll build a porch (laughs) Build a porch On Metropolitan Avenue Yeah it'll just be Somebody's car
0: That I break into And have a drink in it (laughs) That's fine right (laughs) That's legal
1: You know Littering is the problem. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm uh, looking at the New York Post article uh, about the climate change march on Sunday, and apparently somebody uh, p- posted a tweet said, Litter left by the hashtag PeopleClimateMarch. Their love for Earth is so real, they couldn't even use a trash can. She shows a picture yeah. of a mailbox that has a couple of three Diet Coke cans, mm-hmm. uh, a Dunkin' Donuts cup, uh, an empty nondescript cup, and a Greenpeace cup that right. says, The Arctic affects us all.
0: That's what we're dealing with. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm sorry you brought Dunkin' Donuts into it. Because where my love for Papa John's is high, my love for Dunkin' Donuts is even higher. No! I can't get enough of the Dunkin'. And I think it's because I don't actually run, and their marketing campaign uh, tells me that I do. Yeah. <laughs> which is so nice of them. They're positive and encouraging. Litter is the issue. The oceans are dying. Fish is, you know, the oxygen in the, issue, uh, in the ocean is, is going away. That's why we have all these sea monsters washing on shore now. That's right. Trying to get all the guppies and the things on the top because they're, 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 they're choking underneath the ocean like some sort of, um, I'm going to say Irish businessman in Thailand getting choked out by some boys so we can ejaculate like David Carradine on a bizarre <laughs> trip in between filming uh, Taekwondo kung fu movies. <laughs> It's madness. It's litter is the, really the that's the thing you see. And if, in New York, we're surrounded by garbage all the time. And littering, I feel like cereal mom. Whenever I see <laughs> littering, I feel like you're wearing white after Labor Day. I'm gonna kill you with a poker. But I don't care about white after Labor Day. No, wear m- wear white whenever you want to wear white. It's the it's a pure color. Uh, When it comes to clothing and in the wedding idea, I think in the wedding tradition, Mm -hmm. I'm going to wear an all-white suit. And and in the back, I'll just have the words lol, the word lol. (laughs) Because I'm a man full of a sinful past. But littering is what bothers you.
1: Yeah. You know, there's a reason. Well, we've got the garbage islands out there. Oh, it's unbelievable. In in the Gulf of Mexico, of course, you know, the algae is going Mm -hmm. out of control. Out of control algae. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, all of our fish reserves are dying. Everything is going to shit because of littering and because of just general waste. Because 400,000 people chose to attack Midtown Manhattan for no reason. (laughs) It's going to make Garbage Island bigger.
0: It is. It's a lot bigger. Yeah. A lot bigger. Anyway, let's, uh, but, you know, go to, uh, I guess, the Kisselites page on Facebook. It's a group. Uh, Go to that group and let us know what you think about the march. I think there are some good people out there trying to do some good things, but I also think there's a lot of people out there riddled with STDs, (laughs) spreading them all around the city. Jameis Winston, sports and politics. Obviously, this is a political show to some degree, but sports and politics, uh, they they combine more now than ever, uh, than ever before. Jameis Winston, he's the starting quarterback of the Florida State Seminoles. And, uh, you know, Florida State – Everyone that goes to that school is very smart because you know what their chant is, oh, 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 oh. which is dumb. <laughs> and then their other chant is "Florida, Florida State, Florida State, Florida State." And then I think you're admitted into the institution. <laughs> I think that's how you become a uh, a freshman at Florida State. You just get to you spell the word Florida. All of our friends went to Florida
1: State. So I, what does that tell
0: you? They're dumb. <laughs> All of them are dumb. <laughs> Every last one of them. He, he he was accused of rape a year ago. Not a great situation. Probably didn't do it. He was seen many times with the gal uh, before. What turns out? Turns out, he had a new girlfriend in town, and she got upset. Whatever. Yeah. Not great news. After that, he stole some lobster crawl some lobster um, legs from a Publix, I believe. Definitely believe from which a Publix. It's a hell of a. That's a fun thing to steal. Yeah. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, was it Jane's addiction that uh, got caught stealing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah. yeah, I don't think he was listening to that song. But <laughs> that's what I thought of when I heard it. Recently, he was in the cafeteria with a bunch of kids, and they were playing a game called "Who Can Shout It the Loudest." This is the truly what they were playing, and the uh, they were playing that with a sentence that's a popular meme right now, and the meme says uh, "Fuck her right in her pussy." Yeah, which uh, is the Christian way to do it. I just want to say that. as People were so upset. But that if, if, if you're a Mormon, if you're an evangelical Christian, that's how you do it. Yeah. Right Fuck a rat right in
1: the pussy.
0: In the pussy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? But it was, uh, so he stood on top of the table and screamed it. And, uh, and then he was suspended for a full game. Initially a half a game and now suspended for a full game. And why was he suspended, Marcus? Because he won. Because he won the <laughs> shout at the loudest game. And now we're demonizing him, and uh, we don't like winners anymore in the country, and that's what's so sad. Yeah. But that goes on to a larger issue. This story, I guess it's a little bit older than I thought, but this July story, I still like this July story, this illegals guy,
1: mm-hmm.
0: who wrote, uh,
1: he's getting charged with a hate crime because he wrote, what was it, illegals out? No illegals here, no undocumented Democrats. How do you spell the words illegal? Uh, I-L-L-E-A-G-L-E-S, like you spell beagles? <laughs> <laughs> Huh? <laughs> Maybe he just had a really bad teacher. Yeah, or eagles. Like he yeah. just spelled eagles, but then he uh, put I L L in front of it. Which you it's know a dumb crime? Is it a hate crime though? Is it a hate crime? I don't think so. That's what they're saying. Yeah, they're saying it's a hate crime. I don't think it's a hate crime. It's going it's just getting a little bit too nuts, you know. Everyone
0: is pretending as if people never said anything bad before 2009, before the iPhone 4 or the iPhone 5 came out. And now every single slip up is seen as a large world affair that needs to be handled with an un with a, with a mighty axe to get rid of these people, Marcus. I mean, we got to be careful. You have to... I find my... I think there is a chilling effect going on because I find myself um, choosing my words much more carefully than I did uh, previously because, you know, anything you say... In, uh, in, anything you say, not even anything you do. It used to be, you know, anything you say or, 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 or do can be held against you or things like this. But now all you have to do is say it and you're the world's biggest asshole.
1: Yeah. All you have to do is say it and it was as
0: if you yourself did it. Right which is not very which is not good. Yes. There was a similar situation with that basketball coach uh, for the Atlantic Hawks. Uh, Atlanta Hawks uh, Mr. Danny Ferry. Do you hear about did you hear about this story? No. He was discussing this uh he was discussing I want to say I believe it was Luel Dang, which sounds like something you say after a car runs over your foot.
1: Luel <laughs> oh, dang.
0: Luel Dang. Luel <laughs> uh, Dang. He was discussing a scouting report, and the scouting report literally said this is what the scouts told him was said about this person. Well, he's a nice guy, something like this, paraphrasing. He's got got a little African in him, and by that I mean he looks like he has a good storefront, but in the back he'll sell you some illegal goods. (laughs) Which I thought that was a compliment. That's my kind of guy right there, you know? Nice storefront, but then you give him a couple of different winks and you do the proper knock on the counter and you know you're getting yourself a cheap purse. Yeah. That's what it's all about. He's in a huge amount of trouble. You know, everyone, uh, all these emails, Lois Lerner, the uh, the ga- the gal for the IRS, she's the only person who, who, who spied on all the conservative groups and things like that, which, I mean, she probably just found out some great recipes for pies. Yeah. And, you know, random other things. Although I mean, there are some there are some wacky uh, conservatives out there. That one fellow who just ran into the White House easier than oh. uh, a uh, a mailman. Just jumped the fence and ran. That's all you got to do, apparently. Just jump the fence and then just run, <laughs> and then you, then you get there. Right after ISIS made the uh, you know had the uh, had the warning and uh, had the uh, uh, the proclamation that everyone should just go into independent personal terrorism. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like your personal pan pizza, but it's <laughs> terrorism, which is good. She's the, only one that, uh, she's the only one that's been able to get away with anything. She just said they lost the emails, which is an impossible thing to do, and they're on every single computer uh, forever. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the, of course they didn't lose the emails. No matter what you write, no matter what you say, uh, whether it be in a cafeteria or in the privacy of your own home, you send an email, uh, an email out to your friend, it can all be used now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's, it's a very
1: uh, – that's the chilling effect, you know? I actually – I even in personal correspondence with friends, I think about what I'm saying right like in an email you know it's something that is between me and you something mm-hmm. like that you know it's a I think about and that. I keep them Marcus <laughs>
0: I keep it every time that you write an email where I think you've said something maybe um slightly um off color art non artful <laughs>
1: I always keep it. You know. I know you do. You flag it. Got to flag, flag it. it. Marcus's in our inartful uh, in correspondence. Yeah, go back
0: and uh, show it to you when you're like, oh, I'm booked up for the day. I can't record today. <laughs> oh, really? Well, do you remember <laughs> what you said about Natalie and Brulia? <laughs> 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 nothing. No, nothing. Nothing about nothing. Don't forget. Forget what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be more careful now than ever. But, it, but it's uh, it's ironic because there's also more ways to get your voice out now than ever. Yeah. You know, there's all these podcasts
1: and things like that. I haven't thought of it that way, but yeah, absolutely. That's where they're trying to crack it down. And that might possibly be it. That might be possibly be the big thing as far as why people are cracking down because now everyone has a voice, and when everyone has mm-hmm. a voice, those voices can sometimes come together in a very negative way. So it's like playing a yeah. game of whack-a-mole. Turns out it turns into
0: 400,000 people in Midtown Manhattan. <laughs> Wearing fucking bizarre up your hats, Sunday. messing up my Sunday. And you know, Sunday, it's a hungover day. Yeah, very. The last thing you want to hear is a group of individuals banging on a drum that they didn't even try to make sound good. <laughs> it's offensive. Just because you look bad doesn't mean you're smart. No. You know, just because you have a beard and you got, you know, uh, oh, my, my parents didn't believe in dentistry because dentistry makes you Republican <laughs> doesn't make you smart. Okay, that's fine. Um, let's go to North Korea. I got to talk about this guy, Marcus. Oh yeah, this Kim Jong Un. it never stops with this guy. He's brilliant, and uh, oh, Marcus actually told me about this story, and it really broke my heart. Uh, he has a tummy ache. Is that the story? Hooked on cheese. He's hooked on it. <laughs> He's hooked on it. This is a really this is a relatable moment. I'm gonna have a Dennis Rodman moment and say Kim Jong-un is a really good guy and he's yeah. one of my better friends.
1: Yeah. He's hooked on cheese, you know. Yeah, hooked on a uh, Swiss cheese called Emmental. Emmental. I've never even heard of it. I don't know. It sounds like a pharmaceutical product.
0: It does and apparently it's having a similar effect as big pharma does on most people who take their products. Gives you a tummy ache and makes you nauseous. Yep.
1: Weight gain. He is uh, said to be importing huge qualities of the savory Swiss cheat, Swiss uh, treat, which mm. he discovered while he was studying in, Euro- in uh, the European country as a child. He studied in Switzerland. I mean, I know. He has a Western education. Everybody who has powerful po- everyone
0: who has a powerful position in the world is studied in the West yeah. at some point.
1: Yeah. Oh, and he also has a very swollen face. Well, he's very <laughs> fat. He's getting big. But swollen, particularly swollen, because right. it's said that the reason why he is going for this intense weight gain mm-hmm. is because he wants to more resemble his grandfather, who Kim Il-sung, who founded the country. Right, right, right. Because right, apparently right. he is not high on the respect list. People aren't respecting him in North Korea right now. I don't think so. I think he's having a lot of problems with generals, having a lot of problems with the... And he, but he's been having problems with people from the moment that his right. father died. Right, right. Because he's young. He's well, very he was, young.
0: I think he was 27 when he took over, or yeah.
1: 29, something like that. Yeah, he's our age, I think. Man. Can you imagine at our age running a country? I would eat so much cheese.
0: <laughs> That's the. This is the most relatable story that I think we've ever heard about Kim Jong-un, and especially uh, about North Korea and the North Korean people. They don't like him. Mm-mm. I uh, relate to that. But then at the same time, I would argue their, che- their cheaters, their leader's love of cheese is a positive. Yeah. You know? Well, everyone, I would never. I don't trust anyone who doesn't eat rounds and rounds and rounds of cheese. A
1: bro- a, 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 even a broken clock is correct twice a day.
0: That's right. And you know what a clock is? Round. You know what cheese is <laughs> when you buy it fresh? Round. It's perfect. Put a little. Yeah, put a little. Some little sticks in there. And make a little, a little cheese clock. Yeah. No, it's noon. I better eat the clock. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. But we're not going in there. We're not. North Korea is now. Uh, kind of free to do whatever they want to do you know they're off they're off the radar no longer in the news cycle nobody cares that kim jong-un is sick from cheese nobody cares he's still poorly attempting to make nuclear weapons nobody cares about what putin's up to no one cares about Crimea, the ukraine these wars over there in uh in iraq and now of course we just bombed syria wild stuff it looks fun you know, these yeah. wars are always, ever since ever since the original night, and when I say it looks fun, I mean, a lot of people are dying.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, and that's not great. Here's an interesting factoid. Uh, president Obama is the fourth consecutive United States president to go on the air, of uh, or to go on the right. TV, and to tell the American people that we're bombing Iraq. So you're telling me he went on the TV? <laughs> president Obama went on the TV. He went on the TV. He was on the TV. We discussed
0: it. We were making jokes about it in episodes past. Every BET comedian from 1994 to 1997 to whenever, wrong about the first black president. (laughs) So him, it's been, so Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, George H.W. Bush, and George W. Bush.
1: Yep, every single one of them. Because Clinton was one of the forgot ones, because remember, we bombed that lipstick factory in Iraq. In uh, 98, 99 I believe it was He was trying to uh, He was trying to distract From the Monica Lewinsky scandal And he figured A good old bombing in Iraq That he said Was full of chemical weapons right. But it turned out To just be a lipstick factory Full of women uh, He thought that, that Could maybe distract from it But he it distract- did not work
0: Yeah he was trying to distract From a sex scandal By uh, bombing a factory That creates the product That makes women sexy <laughs> That's how horny Bill Clinton was <laughs> He still did could- not Get it out of his head n- Not at all <laughs> Well, let's go to the Brazier Factory next, then, boys. This is a full-on war, you know, and it's going to be. I I think you got to at some point. I feel like we're going to have to have uh, a lot of people over there. And really, if you're in the military at this point, and, and please again go to the uh, go to the Cave Comedy Radio Patreon. You know where to find us. Let me know if this theory is correct. You join the military to kill people, right? Don't you theoretically, like, if you if you you go to college to play basketball, you, you want to play. You don't want to be the 12th man. You go to the NBA, you love the sport, you want to play. If you're in the military right now, don't you want your boots on that ground and murdering these people who are killing a
1: bunch of innocent folks? I think infantry, people who specifically go to infantry, they definitely have more of a tendency to want to kill or at least to have the capacity within themselves to kill. But there are plenty of people in the military that work in support positions that, you know, don't kill anybody their entire career. Most people in the military don't kill anybody.
0: Right. Yeah, most don't. Most just give them a bunch of acid and figure
1: out they trip real hard when they do it. <laughs> and some people join the military out of necessity just to get out of whatever situation they're in. Some right. people join it uh, to go to college, and those people unfortunately sometimes end up in the infantry whether they want to be there or not. Right. Uh, and then they are definitely faced with situations in which they might kill, but there are plenty of people in infantry, in infantry who uh, who never kill. Yeah. But I they th- might want it. Some I think th- th- they
0: want it. <laughs> I think they want it. The training is just so intense.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that is a legitimate question. Uh, I think you know? that's. I think it is a uh, hard question to ask, and I don't think that's something you should ask someone face to face. But here on the radio airwaves, out to the. I'll ask anonymous. him face to face. No, because I mean, if I. was— What's a- the one thing a soldier never wants to hear? Never wants to have any kind of questions about kill count. If did they kill right. anybody? How did they feel when they killed someone? That's always the question. That you never ask that question. Don't you of a have a
0: friend who went over to Iraq and they have a nickname for him? Strychnine. Strychnine. He's yeah. proud of it. He loves it. Right. So I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. The guy he, can't get enough of it. He. He's a, I will, yeah. The individual. I would say re-
1: he's the exception, not the rule, though.
0: Okay. I also think the exception is the guy who just ran into the White House, you know, with the with the hatchet. He was he was in the military as well yeah. and he was in served two tours and uh he got very very upset yeah. and wanted to go kill the president, I guess, or yeah. just I don't know, ask for a job. Yeah. I have no idea what the guy Do a was up pressed
1: to. pressed ham on the window or something. Oh my god. Was he
0: naked? He wasn't naked. He was fully clothed. <laughs> he had a hatchet in his belt pocket. He was ready to go, but that was the thing. People were very upset with the Secret Service for not responding quicker, but they knew the uh, the Obamas were out. They're never,
1: I mean, they're not in the White House. If they're not in the White the idea, House, you then be, I can, yeah, I can forgive them for not responding immediately. Yeah. For, at the very least. They were, were kind of nice not to shoot the guy immediately, exactly. honestly. Exactly. And, you know, at the very least, a big sigh before running out to catch him. Oh, like there's just... a guy on the White House lawn. <sighs> yeah. All right. <laughs> There no, I do, but yeah. Back to the other, like I know, a, I know a lot of people in the military, and I know, uh, uh, and I have family members in the military. Uh, and as far as I know, uh, my buddy strict Nine is the only person who really developed a real strong taste for killing over there. Right.
0: So you just ask them, you know, just be like, do you want to kill a bunch of people again?
1: <laughs> go over there. You get the killing squad. Right. Yeah. You do a poll, a bunch
0: of taxes. That's the thing I hate a terrorist group That charges taxes That's terrible You schmucks (laughs) You sellouts You know the Vikings Never taxed the people They just went in there Pillaged They did another terrible thing That I'm not going to (laughs) discuss And they left Yep ISIS I'm I'm the tax man for ISIS
1: you fucking dweeb I think it's more Give me money I cut off hands.
0: Oh what are you a tax man you dork No way Get out of here <laughs> Okay Yeah exactly You're the tax guy Tax guy Now leave You,
1: call, you call my bluff
0: Do my dishes Would you? You ISIS tax asshole How could you I have no respect For a terrorist Who was like What did you do I beheaded a bunch of people What did you do I was working on the militias And you know Arming individuals And figuring them uh, Telling them how to shoot What did you do I collected the money <laughs> I, I collected all the taxes Fuck you tax man You're a pussy And we'll win We'll win the war We're gonna kill all of ISIS And you know what I'm gonna love every damn second of it And CNN does too And so does MSNBC And so do all these news networks uh, they can't get enough of the footage. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. Um, follow us on Twitter at Marcus Parks. And then I'm at Ben Kissel. And, um,
1: yeah, let us know what you think, of course. Um, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Anything October 5th, I think we already discussed that. Oh, yeah, and we've been playing um, promos and all that. That's Sausage Fest. You know what it's all about. October 5th, 3 p.m. The shows are free. The all-you-can-eat buffet featuring mac and cheese and sausages. That's only $5. So at the very least, you come out, you're going to get a fucking great meal on the cheap. That's right, everyone. A $5 sausage. Not bad. $5 for multiple sausages.
0: Oh, uh, multiple sausage. Multiple sausages, yes. It's all you can eat. All right, well, I expect 400,000 people right here at the Creek in the Cave, October 5th.